Mesechtes Gittin, Daf Lamed Aleph, seven lines from the top of Daf Lamed Aleph from Aleph, and the Gemara over the last few blots have been discussing various Chazakas, as we saw before, that if Reuven sends a Shliach Leilacha to take a get to his wife Rachel, and at the time Reuven was sick or Reuven was older, that the Shliach doesn't have to be Chayshish, that maybe Reuven died in the Uterim, and the Shliach can deliver the get to Reuven's wife. And our Mishnah begins and discusses the concept of Chazaka Mekara, and we have a Chazaka at Hamadavah Chazkasai, Tamanich Peris, Lias Mafishle, and Chumo Mises. If, for example, someone is traveling and they want to make sure that they can always take off Trumas and Mises, so he leaves Paris in his home in order to make sure that whenever he has to take off Trumas and Mises, he will say that the Truma for this item that I'm about to eat should be Chal on the Tfur that's in my home, and the same would apply to Maiserishain. And Rashi says, and will be able to eat other Tfur that at this point was considered Tavol, and he does this constantly, and the mission continues. That I'm leaving money in my house, that any time I have Maisashani and I want to remove the Kedusha of the Maisashani, I will be able to make the Maisashani on the money that's in my home. So, even though you haven't been home for a while, you could be saying the produce and the money that you left in your home is still there and it didn't get lost. And the mission continues if you go home and you actually find out that these periods or the money was lost, and you have to be for 24 hours hours, and the Gemara will define exactly what this means. And Rashi says, Any tevel that you misakin based on these periods that you were at home, or based on the money that was in the home. And Rashi continues, And if he didn't yet eat his periods, then you have to take off Chumas and Mises from these periods. Because maybe at the point when you actually try to create Chuma from these periods, or transfer the Kedusha of Mises onto this money, the periods or the money was no longer there as it was already lost. And the Mishnah now discusses a din, Benigea, taking off Trumas and Mises from wine. And we notice a din that in term, that if someone is chayv to take off Truma on wine and the wine is still tevel, you can't use wine vinegar in order to be misaki in wine. And there's a din that in term, and once again, the Mishnah is discussing a case where a person leaves a bunch of wine in his home and he says, When I'm traveling, every time that I'll have wine, I have to take off Truma, I will say, I want to be misacking this wine with the wine that I left over in my house and part of that wine should become truma. and the Mishnah teaches Rabbi Huda Imer Rabbi Huda teaches us that the three times a year where someone has to check their wine to make sure that it didn't spoil and didn't become wine vinegar and if you don't check it out during those three times and you go in your mafresh from those wines onto other wines then we don't consider that a valid half rush is truma, and the wine that you have with you would be considered tevel and the three times are and Rashi explains when the eastern wind blows after the time of Sukkot, that eastern wind causes wine to go bad and become vinegar. And the second period of time, when you have to make sure to check if your wine turned into vinegar, is based on a time during the year, based on the season, and that is Hitzah's mother. And Rashi explains this refers to when the blossoms and the budding of the vine fall off, and now you're able to see the grapes and you're able to see the clusters forming. And the third period of time we have to check your wine to make sure that it didn't turn into vinegar is Bishas Klesis Maimel and Rashi brings two Pshatim. Number one, Kishen Kapula Lovin, when the size of a small white bean in Nikra and Baisa, that's called Baisa. And Uchshechalachuchas, Nichnesa, Sukdela Betecha, Shiachalatzman, Kalshu, Hainu Klesis Maim, that the time frame when it's considered Klesis Maim is when moisture seeps into the grape, and now there's enough moisture in the grape that you could actually squeeze out the grape. Lishnachrina, Hayekachna, Novim, Kishen Baisa, that they would crush up grapes when they were in 
this stage called Baisa, which was a very small grape, and at that point it was still hard, and then they would place water into this dish, and then make some sort of a dip. And from that point forward, you're taking off from wine vinegar on wine, and this is not considered truma, according to Mandam that said that they're considered two species. The Miri then continues, and he points out, like Rashi does, and even according to the Badama who says that wine and wine vinegar is considered one species, and the Gemara begins, the Mishnah stated that if someone leaves Paris in his home in order to use that to take off Chumas and Mises, or he puts a coin in his home in order to be onto that coin, so there's a general Chazaka that that coin and the Paris are still in his home and they weren't lost. However, in Avdai, Rabbi Lazar taught us that if he goes home and he actually sees that the coin or the periods were actually lost, then it has to be chayshish me'is And the Gemara wants to understand what Rabbi Lazar means. Is he telling us a kula or is he telling us a chumrah? And the Gemara explains, Rabbi Lazar is actually giving us a kula and he's teaching us that even though you now find out that this coin or the periods were lost, you don't have to be chayshish all the way from the last time that you were in the house and all you have to be chayshish is that sometime within the last 24 hours, these periods or these coins were lost. And as Rashi says, that maybe at this time yesterday, this Paris or the coin was lost. And if you take off Maisa during this 24 hour periods, then you have to take off Maisa once again. But more than that, because the And the Gemara continues, However, says over in the name of and we continue on Daflam and Alpha and Bayes that Rebeleza is actually teaching us a chumr in the Mishnah that you have to worry from the point that it's 24 hours after you last left the root or you last left the money there that maybe it got lost at that point and therefore any trumas and mices that you try to create from the point that was after 24 hours and forward you actually have to fix up and as Rashi says until the point that's 24 hours from the time that you actually left the money or left the periods in your home and at that point forward you have to be worried that maybe the truma and the mices were not done properly and the chazaka only works for a 24 hour period as Rashi says however when we show them from after 24 hours ad khan until this point in time suffolk it'll be a suffolk and once again you have to take off truma and the Gemara continues and we'll try to bring a raya against Rabbi Lezman Atignes and a raya to Rabbi Echelon from our Mishnah at time we learned from our Mishnah that if you lose the coin or the payers, you have to be chayshish from now for a 24-hour period. So, according to Rabbi Yechelen that stated that when the Mishnah stated it means from the point of Bdika and 24 hours before then it makes a lot of sense to lush in the Mishnah that says but according to Rabbi Lezben that says that you have only a 24-hour period where it's good which is only from the point when you actually left it in your home and you knew that it was there and only for 24 hours do you have to be chayshish that maybe got lost but any point after the 24 hour period until right now you have to be chayshish that was lost and you have to retake chuma why is the Mishnah state that from the point that's from now for 24 hours backwards that is the only point they have to be chayshish for if the Mishnah would have been more meduyik by saying they have to be chayshish from this point all the way back till it's 24 hours since the period that you left it in your home and that's what the Mishnah should have stated and the Gemara ends off Tasha this is kasha, but the 
Gemara does not state it's a Tiyufta. And the Gemara continues and quotes from Mishnah, the Rebbeleza, the Rebbeleza stated on Mishnah, in Maltoi, Hareza Chayshish Me'islais, and we just saw a Machlekes between Rabbi Yechon who said Me'islais Shalbadika, and Rebbeleza Ben Tigner said in the name of Rebbeleza Ben Yadai, Me'islais Shalhanacha. And according to either man or Amat, Rebbeleza definitely holds that there is at least a 24 hour period where you don't have to be Chayshish and you could rely on the original Chazaka. Keep in mind that Rashi says that Stam Rebbeleza in the Mishnayis and Brises is referring to Rebbeleza Ben Shemua, and the Gemara now will speak about Rebbeleza, who's an Amaira, who's referring to Rebbeleza Ben Pedas, and we also just saw two other Rebbelezas. We saw Rebbeleza Ben Antignus and Rebbeleza Rabbianai, and the Gemara starts, Am Rebbeleza, Chalukah Lam Chavir, Val Rebbeleza, that even though Rebbeleza says there's at least a 24 hour period we keep Lari and Chazaka, however, the Rabbanon are Chaluk Rebbeleza, and they say that we don't give him any time frame, and you can't be Saimich on any Chazaka in this case. It's not as we learned in the Mishnah in Mikvais, Mikvah Shinimda, Venim Sechasa, if there was a kosher Mikvah that you knew was Abam saw as at one point you measured it, and then you measured it again, and you found that it's less than 40 saw, called Tyrish and Asa Gabbin, So if a person went into this mikvah, or if a Kli went into this mikvah, and then they touched Tyrus, those Tyrus are considered Tame at this point, and we don't rely on any Chazakis, and we consider that this mikvah must have been puzzle from right after we originally measured it, and we found that it was 40 saw, and a moment later it became puzzle. And the Mishnah also teaches us that this then applies, and it doesn't make a difference if the mikvah was in Rishus Yachid, where we know, and even if it was found in Rishus Harabim, where we know that is and we still say that these Tyrus are Tame, and Rashi explains that even though we have a cloud that is Tar, we only say that cloud, if there's a question of Rubin touched Tumor or not, or if he came into contact with Subtora as we could say that he didn't touch it, but this Kli or the person that was Tomei Vadai Va'ata Bolo and now you want to be Metairim but Tefila Suffolk Alta Tairim and Suffolk you can't be Metairim and Suffolk and since we now find that this Mikvah is Chaser so therefore there's a race in the Mikvah and there's also Chazaka on the person or the Kli that the person or the Kli was Tomei up until this point and the Gemara now he has Pshita the Chalukin that why did Rabbi have to teach us that Chalukin of Chavir Rabbi if Lachari it's Pashat because there's a Mishnah of Rashis that says that at all times we consider that the person or the Kli is considered Tomei and we don't rely on any Chazaka, and Rebelez ben Shemua, who is the town of Mishnah, at least rely on Chazaka for at least a 24-hour period. And the Gemara answers, Ma'otema, Ma'ilim Afreya, Me'isleis, Kamash Blan, that you may think that even though the Rabbanon said that Kol Tairish and Asa Al-Gabav Lemafreya are you may think that they meant to say that it's going to be Tamei Lemafreya, and either like Rabbi Yechon explained the Shita Rebelez and Mishnah, that it's Tamei Me'isleis Shalbedika, and this mikvah will also only be Tamei for a 24-hour period, or like Rebelez ben Antignus said it over the name of Rebelez Rabbianai, that's Tamei Me'isleis Shalhanacha, and it'll be Tamei for the entire amount, aside from the 24 hour period, after we checked the mikvah, and we knew that at that point it was 40 saw, and even Rabbanon of the Mishnah Mishnah's Mikvahis could agree to Rabbalazah Ben Mishnah, and Kamash Mulan, so Rabbalazah Ben Pedas, that mirror teaches us that Rabbalazah Ben Shemua and Rabbanon and Mishnah's Mikvahis are chaylik with each other. And the Gemara continues and quotes from Mishnah, Rabbi Huda Imer, Rabbi Huda stated, Bishlesh Prakim during three times of the year, but you can say, Yain, you have to check out your wine to make sure that it didn't become vinegar. And one of the times was when the eastern wind blows after the Yantav of Sukkot. And the Gemara explains, Tanah, we learned in the Brisa, that the only time that we said you have to check out your wine is only if the eastern wind blew after Yantav and it was ready to cool in months of Tukufa's Tishrei. However, Rashi says, However, if it's still warm outside and still the summer months of Tukufa's Tamas, even though the eastern wind is blowing, that would not have a detrimental effect on wine and would not necessarily turn into wine vinegar. 
Mutter, and therefore you don't have to be Baidik. And before we continue, let's point out, as the Gemara will say at the end result, that when there are Shufim that have a business together and they sell the various products, then generally the Shufim have to agree with each other when they want to sell something. And if one Shutuf goes and sells something without the permission of the other Shutuf, then the other Shutuf can have a time on him and say that you actually caused me a loss because I would have waited to sell a later point, and at that point I would have gotten more money. However, Agamara now teaches us, Tani will enter the teaches us, that there are three times in the year where if a partner wants to sell Tfua without the permission of his other partner, he could do so, because at that point he's going to get a very good price. And as Rashi points out, and if he sells the item in his Shar, and afterwards the actual price goes up, and the other Shutuf comes and sells, I would have waited, and therefore you caused me a loss, in love Klum, the other Shutuf cannot have a tine on him as the first Shutuf acted in a commercially reasonable manner. And Rabbi Huda continues that the three times are before they planted seeds over Shas Hazerah at the end of the planting season over Preisah Pesach and on Rish Chodesh Nisan and the reason why Preisah Pesach refers to Rish Chodesh Nisan is because Preisah Pesach refers to the time frame where you actually learn the Halachas of Pesach which is Shleish Miyayim Kainim Achag and the Lashon of Price is the Lashon of Breaking and something that's in half and therefore you take half of 30 days that is 15 days and it's referring to around Rish Chodesh Nisan over Shleish Prakim Meichus and the three times of the year that it's prudent to sell your wine as the wine prices are very high. Therefore, once again, you don't have to ask your shutuf, and if your shutuf has a taina afterwards, there wouldn't be a valid taina as you acted in a commercially reasonable manner. And the three times are, but praise a Pesach, or praise a Seretz, or praise a Chag, during the period 15 days before Pesach, as well as 15 days before Shavuos, and 15 days before Sukkot. And Rabbi Huda continues, the Shemen, Matzeres Ve'ilach, and the proper time to sell oil is from Shavuos forward. And the Gemara asked, Lamai Hechasa, what did Rabbi Huda mean when he said, Begimel Prakim Meichun Satua, or Begimel Prakim Meichun and the Gemara says, as we explained, Am Rav Vitaim Rapapa Lushufim to this enough kamina b'negei partners. And the Gemara continues, Mekam ve'ilach mai. What is the din after you reach those periods of time? Av Rav Kol Yom Perkiu. Once you get to that period of time, then any time after that would be this parak, and one of the partners can sell their wine or sell that tefua without the permission of the other one. And since our Mishnah spoke about the eastern wind, so the Gemara continues and brings a pasuk in Yoyner that states as follows: Vahik Israel Hashemesh, and when the sun rose, Vayimad Alakim Ruach Kadim and Hashem prepared a very strong east wind against Yaina. And the Gemara says, My Harishis, what does the Pasuk mean when it uses the term Harishis? Rabbi Huda says, Because the eastern wind is so strong that every time it blows, it creates waves in the sea. And when you look at the waves in the sea, it looks like rows of a plowed field. And the fees that the Lushan Harishis comes from the Lushan of Kharash to plow. And the Gemara continues, If you're telling me that this is actually a very strong wind that's blowing, that how could the Pasuk right after we say that the sun shone and beat down on the head of Yaina and he fainted and the mashmois of this Pasuk is that the wind wasn't a very strong wind but the wind was a very hot wind and it caused Yaina to faint and the Gemara therefore says so Rabbi explained that the Pasuk means to say when you have the eastern wind that blows it actually quiets down all the other winds in front of it and because it was the only wind that was blowing so therefore it caused Yaina to faint and according to Rabba, the Lashon Harishis comes from Lashon Harish as it causes the other wind to become quiet. The other winds are not heard from, just like a deaf person that can hear. And the Gemara continues, and this is what the Pasuk means in Eir, that states, that your clothing was very hot, because the earth is very quiet from the south. And when is it that someone's begotten become very hot? It's at the time when the south wind doesn't 
blow, and therefore it's not as cool. Because when the east wind blows, all the other winds are quiet in front of it, and you don't have the benefit of the southern wind. And the Gemara will now continue and discuss a story that speaks about Geneva. We already saw that Geneva was brought down on Daftes, and over there we saw they didn't act properly and with respect. And the Gemara states, Rav Huna Rav Chista Aviasvi, Rav Huna Rav Chista were sitting together, and Geneva and Geneva went past them. So one of these Amorim said to the other, Nakim Kameh, the Ba'urian, who we should get up in front of Geneva because he's Tamachacham. And Amalei Idach, Bikameh Palgar Nakim, do you think we should get up in front of someone that argues and is someone that doesn't have good midas? And Rashi says, Baal Meriva, Shahisalai Meriva, and Ma'ukva, Shahi Abezin, because he had a fight with Ma'ukva, who was the Abezin, Kalamim Perakamo, as we saw on the first Perak on the Zayan Manalf, and this was referring to Geneva, who was bothering Ma'ukva very much. And while they were discussing if they should get up or not, Geneva reached Rav Huna and Rav Chista. So Geneva said to them, What are you involved with? And they said to him, We're discussing winds. So Geneva said to them, I'll tell you over a member from the name of Rav Chana and Rav Chista. There are four Ruchas that blow every single day. And the northern wind always blows together with them. Shalmoli came because if it wouldn't blow together with them, then the world would not even be Makuyim, even for one hour. And the southern wind is the worst of all. And if Ben Nuts, who is one of Malachim, doesn't hold it back and doesn't block it from going forward, then it would destroy the entire world. The Pesach says in Eev that Kosh Baruch Hu said to Eev, Do you think it's because of your Bina that the need stretches its limb and spreads its wings towards the south? And of course, it's not based on Eev's Bina, but it's based on a Kosh Baruch Hu. And the Gemara continues, Rav Rav Nachba Yitzchak Yasfi. There was another story where Rav and Rav Nachman were sitting, have a chal of Azur of Nachba Yaakov, and Rav Nachba Yaakov was passing by, the Yosef Bekorko de Dehava, who parsed Sabal de Karse. And Rav Nachman Yaakov was passing by, he was sitting in a golden coach, and he was wearing royal clothing. So Rav Azul Gabe, Rav went to see Rav Nachba Yaakov, Rav Nachba Yitzchak Azul Gabe, and Rav Nachba Yitzchak did not go towards Rav Nachba Yaakov. Omar, and he said, Dilma Minshi de Beirish Kusinino, he didn't know who it was, and he said, that maybe he's actually one of the people that actually are part of Reish Kalusa's home and he's a very important and person. However, Rav Tzarchlu, Rav needs him and therefore he has to give him covet. I know that Tzarchlu, but since I don't need him, so therefore I don't have to go and greet him. But once Rav Nachba Yitzchak saw that it was actually Rav Nachba Yaakov, Ozl Gabay, so he also went towards him. Galadarian, Rav Nachba Yaakov rolled up his sleeve, Omar Shadi Nashiv, and he said that there's a very strong wind blowing and it's very hot. And Rashi states that Rav Nachba Yitzchak said, I know that Rav because we know Rav Nachman Yitzchak was a son-in-law by Nasi and therefore he didn't need any favors and the Gemara continues to discuss the Ruach Mizrachis um, Rav, Rav says Rav, that Rav said as follows that if you have a very strong eastern wind that a woman is in danger of miscarrying and Shmuel says I feel my goal should be on Markovitz by that even if you have pearls in the sea they actually will rot Rav says that because the eastern wind any Sheikh that is in the womb of a woman will no longer be viable. And we just brought three different members as to the danger of the eastern wind. We saw Rav that brought from Rav, we saw Shmuel, and we saw Rabbi Echon. And the Gemara now states, Amar Nachma Yitzchak, Rav Nachma Yitzchak states, Ushloshtim Mikrechadashu, that they all dash in one Pasuk, and they learn now from the same Pasuk in Isaiah. And the Pasuk states, Kihu bein Achim Yafri, Yavay Kodim Ruach Hashem, Rimba Ila, Viyevish Mikrechad, Viyachar Bainai, Hu Yishsa Itza Kol Klichemda. And the Pasuk is discussing the Shayr of Binyamin, that even though they were very fruitful and they multiplied, however, the eastern wind came from 
the desert and it actually caused the spring to dry up and the mine will be destroyed and all the treasures will be destroyed. And Nachman Bar Yitzchak explains, Yevish Mekari, when the Pasuk says that the Mekari will dry up, Zu Mekari Shalisha is referring to the womb of a woman, and the Mayan will be destroyed, that's referring to Sheikh that's in the womb of a woman that will not be viable based on the eastern wind and that refers to the Shita Rabbechan and who you saw, it's a Koklichemda, Zumagal Shabayam, that's referring to the precious pearls that are in the sea. The Gemara continues, Amurav, Rav says, Ade Surahu, that this Pasuk that we just described and we just explained is the Drusha that came to the Chum Masur, the Daiki Kroi, because they're very careful about being Medayak and Sukkim and Maiki who Ben Achim Yafri. What does the beginning of the Pasuk say that they lived between their brothers and they were fruitful? And Amurav, Surav explains, Afilu Shufta Bekupina Demara Rafia, even if you have a hole where the pole of the hole is stuck into the metal part of the hole and it's very tight because you have an eastern wind that comes that will actually loosen it up and it'll cause them to detach from each other. As Rashi says, That's called, that's between brothers as they are very closely attached together just like brothers. And Rabbi says a similar idea, Even if you have a peg that's stuck very firmly into a wall because there will be an eastern wind that will actually loosen the peg and the peg may fall out. Rashi says, because it dries out because of the heat for Rafa and it weakens and finally even a reed that was tightly woven into a basket will weaken based on the eastern wind and Rashi says in all three Pshatim the Gemara Titans as Rafia as weakening because the Pasuk says the Lashon Yafri and we read the Pasuk as if it says Rafia and therefore the Pasuk says these items that are stuck together just like brothers that are attached together they will weaken based on the eastern wind have a look, call again, have a look, call again, have a look, call again, and we will stop over here.